Okay, you guys ready to do a show? Yes! It's a little slim, little slim on the audience today. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, a show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of a very um, a sparse, scant, very scant, scant. Uh, perverted audience. Hello, perverts! Hello, perverts! Yay! But I'm they're Kathy. energetic. And I am uh, Count Boogie, and uh, then we got, uh, we got Not Unger Anthony in the chat room. Are you there? I'm here. <laughs> Thank Unger you, sprouted Boogie. a ponytail. Did you really just try to do an Unger impersonation? Yes, Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it. going to, here we go. Let's no. start the hour now. No. Oh, my God. What a weekend of magic it was. Meh. What do you mean, meh? <laughs> you were fucking Kathy the Destructor. Why did you call me that? I still You were totally understand. Kathy the Destructor. At Domination, I remember we had... Jeez, oh, I don't know what to call that one. And Mew, uh, you know, we're in, and they're like, "Hey, we want to go see guys' balls get smashed." You know, because that's <laughs> and you're like, and "I'll I'm be like, over here." I'm, all, I'm just gonna eat some pie or something in the kitchen and chit chat, and then they run off <laughs> and go watch guys be tormented. And apparently, Kathy the Destructor was in one of the rooms tormenting some poor lad. But that's what I do. I don't understand. I was just What do you mean you don't? I, oh, you bit. were just you were just, you know. Maybe a lot. What'd you do to him? I spanked him. I used a crop, a paddle, a rod, a cane. That's not little. It's just a little. A little that's bit that's of, not like a kiss. It's just a tiny little a cane okay, and a maybe rod. Maybe I left a few welts. I mean, why is that such a big deal? Kathy the what? Destructor. I am you are the Destructor. I am Destructor. Well, I'm glad you had some fun. It was fun. Because I do. It, it makes me worry when you don't play. See, now this I don't understand. Why do you give a shit if I play or not? Because you're an asshole when you don't. I would it's like about to me. see Im- that empirical evidence me. of that because <laughs> that is, is absolutely it's not true. true. If you do a lot of volunteering and you don't get a lot of play, then all of a sudden you see everyone else going to the event and they're all having a great time and you're just like, fuck people. But excuse me, my grumpy mood has nothing to do with whether I play or not. It is less. You have no. a little skip in your step. No. You walk down, you whistle. I don't believe I've ever whistled. Smack some balls. Left some Welton. I'm okay. Kathy's not a nihilist today. I am a nihilist all the time. Don't take my nihilism away from me. Not after you beat someone. You get happy. And then you act all mellow. And you're all, hey. How you doing? Sup? How you doing? How you fucking come in the kitchen? You saw, hey, how's it going? Things good? Yeah, we'll talk about the podcast later. Let's go. I just beat some dude's fucking I ass severely. You're such a liar. He's in a corner crying. I don't really feel like doing the aftercare. I just, put some other slut on little. it. Yeah. 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 Sup? What's up? <laughs> sup? Sup? See, you get you get there. There's a headspace. Let's move on, please. What it's is a, feet around my head? Oh my god, the feet around the head video was exceptional and odd and strange. So 3D camera technology. Ah, oh, the fucking 3D moving. camera. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, what? click, 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 oh, click, yeah. click, <laughs> click, see there were the crabs from Finding Nemo. Hey, hey, play, mom. 
<laughs> this is going to be a very long show, yeah, by the way. Base, when we don't have a guest host, it's you and I just amusing just, each that's other. That's pretty much. That's why I'm always so amazed that anybody listens to us. Well, punishment. It's That's just so some people are just into self punishment. Right, a lot of around my head. A lot of ac- ex Catholics right. listening to us <laughs> that just like self flagellate <laughs> with perverted podcast. <laughs> That's their penance. So feet around my head video. So I'm you know of course I don't have money for CGI. So everything that we do in production has to be like ooh what if we do this and and add this and shoot it this way and light comes in and dripping fluids and you know things like that. What would that look like? So. As a friendly pervert, now then, as we all know, I do like feet, but I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a foot fetishist. Um, their feet are cute, just like hands are cute. Well, feet are cuter than hands to me, but you know, like boobs, but everywhere. So, so I'm not necessarily a foot guy, but I'm sensitive to the fact that there are foot people out there that that's their fucking jam. And I'm always producing and trying to figure out how do I reach different audiences and different kinks and the rope community and the feet and the furries and the, you know, everyone. And I said, wouldn't it be amazing if you could put on virtual reality goggles and you were a foot dude and you were surrounded by fucking women's feet in virtual reality? What if you had three cute girls put blankets on their heads because they don't want to be seen in a foot fetish video, (laughs) and they all put their feet right up around the 3D camera? How would that come out? Tell me you didn't do that. And that is exactly what we did on Saturday before anyone got here. And they're like, you know, we're hanging out, you know, having some fucking Oreo cookie cereal and shit like that. And I'm like, all right. We got a video to shoot, and they're like, what? And I'm all feet around the head, feet around the world. Got to do it. Uh-huh. So we set up, and you know, we all came, and it was funny. We were laughing, and then they rubbed feet together and giggled and stuff. And that, so the feet are really big around your head. It's on YouTube now. It's had like 11 views. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> and then I put feet all at the bottom. Like I shot 2D video of their feet, and it squishes at the bottom. Oh. So it's just a lot of feet. Now, you don't it's get paid for st- any of this. It's not like you make money out of this. No, I mean, just, this is like... I'm bored. Uh, let's do a 3D uh, video of feet. Pretty much. I mean, I, the hope is, you know, it's a perverted podcast video that people are like, ah, I'll go listen to this schmucky show. You know, they cared about my fetish or whatever. So I'm always making things to put out there that kind of are fun to watch. And, you know, on YouTube, Vimeo, whatever, Veer TV is now the 3D uh, video channel, which is really cool. Mm. Um, and so the hope is is that people are like, hey, these guys are fun. Maybe I'll go listen to their fucking shitty show. Oh, and okay. so it's worked. I mean, with Dr. Doe and the videos and stuff like that, a lot of people are listening to Perverted Podcast, which would be great if we actually ever heard that from people. I'm just assuming because I put up a video and it does well. well and people aren't we get... actually going to come up to you and go, hey, I started watching the podcast. They did with... the podcast because of your foot video. They did that. You're probably correct about that. <laughs> I'll give you that. But like the Dr. Doe video, a number That's of people true, actually yeah. came That's to threshold. That's legitimate and people would be proud yeah, to yeah, say yeah, But they're yeah, not going to yeah. be proud to say, I saw your dildo funeral video, so I decided to listen that to That was an podcast. amazing video. We had so funny. much fun, Bunny and Mew and I. Had In those s- lovely leather masks. And Joe of the Leather Mask fame is here. Right Who is now. here. Thank you. Thank you very much, Joe. Applause, applause. applause. They can't hear anything. They, they're giving they their can't. own applause. They can't. Yeah, because our, our high budget playback thing. It's about to fall on his so head. So anyway, that's on. And I think it's called Foot Fetish Virtual reality on YouTube, Vimeo, and stuff like that. So please, if you're in defeat, go 
put on a headset. I want to see what it's like in the headset. I haven't looked in the headset. The blue light is going on. He, yes, it's not just on. He was flicking it yes, on and off yes, violently. Yes, Anthony. <laughs> yes, Boogie. I just wanted to let you know that as a result of talking about it and us mentioning it in the chat room, you've now crossed into the dozen club. It's been seen at least a dozen times. Oh on my YouTube. god! Wow. Do you see that? One more than one more than, than an hour expe- ago. That's pretty cool. That Keep this up. We're gonna hit twenty before you know it. Maybe <laughs> by next week, <laughs> before I commit suicide, it'll just be. A, oh, I'll hit that on my deathbed. So that's oh, pretty cool. Oh no! Update, update. Uh, Two hundred thirty-one views. Someone's saying. Two hundred thirty-one views. Yeah, on the, wow. On the, on the foot video. That's what someone says. Can, can you oh, check it? Oh, out? that's on Veer TV. Yeah, actually, like, <laughs> so, see, god damn it, or they're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's pretty I much. I think that's what it is. That's pretty much. Yeah. What the fuck? 10,000 people have watched uh, Mew sit on a cake. Well, that's Mew sitting on a cake. And it's can me smashing eggs. You know what, though? I just checked the stats. 33,000 people have watched Hollywood Daddy lick your armpit. Why you got to bring that up? I successfully get it out of my head, and then you have to bring it up. 33,000, Kathy. That's like the size of a stadium. It's not exactly Wembley Stadium. I'm going to ask you to take down that video. You can ask me, and we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Fuck you very much. That would be like a minor venue in Orange County, you know. No, it'd be like the Forum or something like that. It definitely, a good amount of people seem to uh, share in your shame. That was pretty good. That life is the place. Talk about genital torture in subspace. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about that life, motherfucker. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Why didn't you get air conditioning in here? I'm boiling. Oh, my God, you you, you post-menopause young lady. <laughs> hey, just because I have hot flashes. Hey, Tom needing basket of blowjobs. There's definitely a little bit of air that coming in That tiny little vent? It's, it's a good vent. Uh-huh. It's a sexy vent, and he uh-huh. cooked. You want to talk about someone who cooked? Putting that thing up there in hundred and really need degrees. to get him that basket of blowjobs. Yes, he okay. just needs to come into the club to get that. So what do we got in Fedla? Oh, this is this one. Oh my God, I have so much to say about this. This is oh, a Lord. great post. What do you tell you? This is you pick this. Post. This is reality times twelve. Okay, this is uh, from Craving London forty two. She wrote a post called "When They Lose Interest." She says, "Oh wow, what the fuck? Did uh, somebody Mew? Did you just move that AC?" It's like blasting right on me. Thank you, Mew. See, she loves me. You don't. It's true. Getting a little warm over here at the chat <laughs> Too bad. Get back on that monitor, damn you. Just take some paper towels and shove them in your fucking sweaty balls and move on with it, man. Ew! We're all fighting together here, not Unger. <laughs> yes, <What>? Boogie. <laughs> you just pictured that, didn't you? Anthony, they're all, he's got the sweaty balls. Yeah. I just gonna shaved them off. recently, so and then it's he's going to just okay. hurl. He's oh just going to lob the the <laughs> wet ball, sweat paper towel I towards know Kathy. That's what you would like. You're going to have okay. to swat it like a kitten. Oh Lord, have mercy! <laughs> Craving London forty two said, "You meet someone, instantly click, have some crazy chemistry, really just connect, but then it happens slowly or maybe quickly. It fizzles. Lovers, friends, mentors, supporters, any of these people can lose interest in you. Your life had meaning to them in some way at some point, but now not so much." It sucks. It truly does. But it happens sometimes. So you just have to keep looking forward. I, this, this is literally... I don't 
know why you like, like this post so much. Well, I mean, it, it was I good. Don't, I don't just... like it, but what I love is the level of growth that I have been able to achieve over the years dealing with this topic of rejection or when um, love fades or fizzles or they're just not into you anymore. And by dealing with that kind of head on, kind of forced to deal with it, because I used to be really super sensitive, butthurt all the time, sit. But when I was younger, I was that fucking douche that just sat by the phone. Maybe she'll call today if I just love her enough. I mean, bad. I was that guy. And now, before you today, sits the callous uber dominant that you see. Do you douche see bag, this? Right. Douchebag. Yeah. Um, but no, it, in all seriousness, it was a big process to get to that point to where I had to learn uh, to accept myself and care more about myself so that I could deal with when relationships end, when the, the love fizzles, or when they're just flat out not that into you. And I deal with it all the time. I still deal with that all the time. So you go ahead. Well, I unfortunately cannot claim such uh, prowess as you because I am the idiot who will just crawl into bed under the covers in the fetal position and just freak the fuck out because someone has rejected me. But it's will a you stay feeling. there? I mean, with the feelings are the feelings. Well, that doesn't mean I don't stay, get butt hurt. You can't stay there forever, but it, it, it takes a, a huge toll on me. I, I can't. Um, it changes me. And and it takes a little bit away from me every time it happens. So I've never, I haven't, I don't have that skill. Creative Explorer and you, you guys share that. You you can do that. You have. Was he, did he, was he. No, not he, to, he not describes to himself very much like you have described yourself in the past. He says that if I were to meet him from back then, I, I would not recognize him at all. He oh, absolutely. Yeah. I totally relate to that. So I don't know how you guys did it. I have grilled the both of you in an effort to try and get in. Even you guys find it hard to articulate but you both say the same thing. It was a tremendous amount of work. It took a long time, and you finally arrived where you are now. Uh, I just don't see that ever happening to me. I, I, I try and get, you can. All I here's what I do. I'll tell you what I do. So we're bringing. This I standard. let I let the wave crash over me because I know there's nothing I can do to stop it, and I sure. hope to holy hell that I can come out the other end, and then uh, get my my brain back to normal and move on with my life. Okay, but it's so, horrible. So now that is a coping mechanism, and that did take you a certain amount of time to get to that place. It took me a, ma- a certain amount of time to forgive myself and allow myself just to let the wave crash over me. Okay, and that, not, yeah. but once again, I'm the type of person that would celebrate something like that. So obviously there's always more growth and things like that, and as we get, as I get rejected and rejected more and more, um, <laughs> I get better and better at dealing. Well, it's kind of true. I mean, let's forget all the past rejections and whatever. Let's talk about the current state. Mew and I um, are very solid, and it's an anomaly. And and we have worked together and worked together. And so we've, we're have we coming up, I guess, in October or something on like three years of doing this. And that is an exceptional anomaly. She's like the fucking Neo of my relationships. So I don't get it that often. And I had a long run with Abyss. And that was also exceptional. Um, but prior to that, very, very rare, and most of the time, people will fizz out on me. And what's going on like now, it's like people are like, oh, my gosh, you have you know all these lovers and whatever. We have a very revolving door here in the Love Lab. We have a lot of people that come in for different reasons. And what's been exceptional is I have learned how to accept 
them being them and their reasons being their reasons. Not everyone has to be in love with me. Not everyone has to feel like I'm the one and only. I can be more okay now with people coming in, honestly, to just explore themselves and to honestly say when they decide that they've had enough because I don't represent everything that most people want. You know, we're polyamorous. We play with a lot of different people. The Love Lab is an incredible place to come and explore in an environment that is non-judging, that doesn't pressure you into things, that if you don't know how to have an orgasm, you don't have to have a fucking orgasm. If you don't know how to communicate with people, we will go step by step and learn. So I know it has some things that are very attractive to people, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're attracted to me or that they want because I don't offer a monogamous relationship. I don't offer um, a intimate, loving relationship beyond what we're able to give. So I understand that some people will use me for a little bit to have experiences and learn things, and then they may want to move on, which happens a lot. But isn't the reason that th- those kinds of relationships don't bother you uh, because you don't get in that emotionally attached in the first place sure right how can how can it it have any real hard effect on you if you're not emotionally attached i mean you know if you want to i'm not a robot i mean i wish i was a robot i would love to be spock but i wish i am definitely (laughs) definitely much more kirk like most humans but um wait a minute anthony what yes uh, i mentioned what you guys are talking about and um master nightwolf and he said it was okay to mention him by name he uh, made a rather detailed comment about this, um, said that his wife uh, started liking the, the scene a lot more than he, or harder anyways, than he would, was willing to give as a top. Um, and he said about, I don't, for a number of years, something on the order of 10, he kind of pulled away and let her go find that where she needed to get it. And it almost wrecked their marriage. Um, right. And he's finally, they've, they've kind of come back the last couple months. He apparently overcame whatever that block was. But I think, I think he he just kind of pulled out of it way too much. So it's an interesting, different angle than I think the way you guys were talking about it. Um, well, that's yeah, that's uh, it's when someone actually uh, leaves your life. I don't think this is the same here. These people they're um, still staying are having together. issues yeah, yeah, with well, they were trying poly to. play and right. Yeah. They were trying to, but it was interfering with the. The relationship overall, it sounds right. like. Hmm. Well, we're talking. I mean, but that is a situation where there was uh, somebody wanted to do something more than the other person, and so that chemistry in that genre of whatever their kink fizzled or started to fizzle, and they had to address that. So that that is a little bit different than what we're talking about. Um, but kudos to the fact that that he was able to to deal with it and come out of it. But what I find I- exceptional in this is, of course, I get hurt. And I get emotionally attached to people. And, of course, as a territorial person, when all of a sudden I can see very clearly that that somebody is coming. And they're, they're nice. I mean, we have a great vetting process. You must be this awesome to ride in the Love Lab. You know how they have that, that, that thing outside of Disneyland rides and stuff? Oh, you have to be this tall to ride. You have to be this awesome to party in the Love Lab and to be on a journey, however long that journey is. Um, so there's exceptional people, but it's okay to understand that everyone's looking for something different and I don't have to be everything for everyone. And if all I am for somebody for a little bit of time is a pos- hopefully a positive influence on their, their care for themselves, their sexuality and stuff like that, 
I just don't get as butthurt anymore. It still hurts because they're rejecting me or they're leaving or they want to, you know, sometimes they want to take us to this level and learn some things about themselves. And then they're like, ah, I don't really want to go farther than this with you. With fucking Mew. I mean, Mew is a perfect example of the anomaly. For five months, Mew told me to my face, you are not going to ever be my boyfriend because I will never be able to introduce you to my mom. You're fucking 26 years older than me. This is never going to happen. I love what we do, but it's only going to be at this level. And I had to be able to accept that and not feel devastated and take that personally. I had to understand that my value and self-worth to myself and to certain individuals is fantastic. But it's not for everyone. And I don't have to be everyone's everything. And when I started accepting that and understanding it's not about me, it I mean, sometimes it's about me, but it's not generally about me being a bad person or something. It's just sometimes people, they get excited and then they kind of fulfill whatever they needed to fulfill or they decide that they don't want to go further or they decide that you're just not the person that they want to do that with. And why should that be bad? That's human and that's honest. And when I deal with that honestly with people, all of a sudden I find I'm empowered. I'm empowered by the fact that I can care enough about myself that it can hurt for a little bit, but I can actually let someone go. And it, it's, it's inc- I can't explain how amazing that feeling is to not suffer like I used to. Because I just don't take it as personally. Right. Uh, I, I really find, I don't know what to say to that because it's so different from my own experience that um, I'm, I'm happy you've gotten that level of success in that area of your life, but uh, not, uh, not so easy for me to do. It, I, I'm, not denying, yeah. I'm not denying the harshness. Obviously, if, if Mew left... Um, for whatever reason, that would be obviously be, a, I wouldn't care, whatever, you know. What do you mean whatever. if? Don't that's, you mean when? Yeah, well, that's that's inevitable. Okay. When, I probably have an expiration date. I usually do. Um, but no, that would obviously be Harder or Bunny or any of the, the, the women that I'm close with. But uh, I did want to read one thing that um, I think is the most important thing that I could read on this, uh, this subject. And I wrote something, and it's a Count Boogie quote. Oh, And it took me years to figure this out. And it is this. Gentlemen, ladies, please listen up, especially gentlemen. If you can't be nice when they reject you, you were never nice to begin with. You were only pretending to be nice to get what you want. And that is a big problem in rejection is people say, I'm nice, I'm a good person, and it really puts it to the test. I really had to be challenged. Because, you know, you're nice You're nice when you want to fuck them, and you're like, oh, yeah, hey, oh, you know, oh, all this positive stuff, and then they look you in the face and they say, I'm not into you. I can't do this. And that's really the challenge of whether or not you're actually a decent person. Because if you turn into a butt-hurt little piece of bitch shit, and you start shaming and guilting and well, you know, blah, 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 which we've heard thousands of these stories. 
you're you were never nice. Mm. You're just a douchebag pretending to be nice because you're trying to get something that you want, and you're not treating the other person as an individual that has every right to not be into you. Did you you're not going to be nice when someone's rejecting you. I mean, you don't have to go to the other end oh, and be sa- an asshole. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Uh, but honestly, if you can't have some some level of decency and understanding, you can be hurt. But if you start shaming someone and saying, oh, well, you're just a fucking bitch or an asshole and you don't fucking blah, 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 then then that means you you never really gave a fuck about that person to begin with. If so instantly when you get rejected, you can turn into a hateful person, you, you never gave a fuck about them. That's my opinion because that's what it was for me. So I just want to point that out, especially to uh, you hear a lot of dudes who put on the charm and the niceness until someone says, you know, I'm just not, I'm just not really feeling it. Well, you're a fucking bitch, blah, 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 blah. Hey, you know what? You've proved yourself. God, I don't really know people who do oh, that. I've, That's I've heard horrible. billions of these stories. Man, assholes, douchebags. Yeah, so just, uh, just remember, don't make it about you. Grow up. Anyone else had anything to jump in on this? Well, get the fuck up there. Uh, why you got to be so mean to our listeners? Because I'm an asshole. I'm not a listener. I'm the audience now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm in a unique position, right? I am married, but I'm poly play. Right. Right. And I have long-term partners that I play with, and some of them I get very, very close to. You know, I spend a lot of time and commitment with them, right? And then, uh, you know, as you know, I make toys for them, and, you know, I make a lot into them. But then I can never take it to a, the higher level that they'd like. Right. So, you know, I have to support them leaving me. And I know it's going to happen eventually with every single partner I'm with. Absolutely. And that, you know, tears a part of me out every time. But, you know, it's like the best I can do is support them. I had one girl, T, right? I went, you know, met her right after her divorce, helped her through all that, basically put her back together. We played for three years, but then she met somebody. And I knew at some point I'd have to let she her go. She had to go because you couldn't provide. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You I couldn't, couldn't provide. Yeah. And even if you think you can provide the thing that they need, mm-hmm. that's not your decision to exactly. make. Exactly. They are an individual. They are a human mm-hmm. being. Does it really come down to you controlling another thing or does it come down nope. to you allowing that person to the, be another person even I if it hurts? Is lift her up. That's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it took a piece of me, yes, but her and I are still friends. We still talk. We still text. You know, even as one of the last things I did for her, I met her, made her a set of uh, cuffs and collar for her boyfriend. All right, uh, that is going to a level yeah. that I wouldn't go to. <laughs> Joe's a better person than you. Joe is a better person than me. <laughs> anyway, that's just my input. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I really appreciate uh-huh. that, and that's uh, it's good stuff. It's a good. St- I, I love this topic because it it's just a man. I wish more of us could really work on this part of ourselves because we would have much better relationships. I, you know, I, I don't know that we would have better relationships at that point. The relationship is over. Well, I think here's what I meant by that. What I meant by that is I now have better relationships because I'm able to put my energy into people that desire me for me instead of trying to force people who aren't into me 
to be into me or to try to become somebody that I'm not in order to appease and become the thing that they want that I not really am. So therefore, my relationships are better because I'm being more genuine to myself and I'm allowing this other person to be themselves even if it doesn't include me. So it may not help me in that particular relationship (laughs) because they have decided they're not into me. But my relationships, every relationship I have going forward, I don't have that pressure. I don't have that pressure that I have to make you love me. And that is the thing that has made my life exceptional, that I thought I had to prove something to win you over like a game. And I don't have that anymore. So my relationships are more genuine. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm well, babbling. Why Why are you apologizing? I'm this I was did. an intense topic. Here I, I thought it was going to go in a completely different direction. <laughs> what? I was just going to say, yo, butthurt, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yo, and there's a whole other half, and that's the part of me having to reject people when I'm not into them, which is not fun. Which is never good when you're in a community and in a dungeon, because then you got to see them again. Yeah, but yeah. So I have had to just say, hey, I, I just don't feel this, or our goals aren't the same, or... Or whatever. I mean, it it sucks. You don't want to hurt people's feelings, but you have to be honest at some point because they're just going to see you're communicating less and less, and you're less and less. Eventually, you have to go. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah. I, I love how they can't, uh, hear. they can't hear our listeners. They're they, wa- I mean, our audience is watching us talk, and then all of a sudden, we, just we go quiet. silent, and they're like, what's going on? Because they our, can't hear the... It's our in-between segment meditation. I don't know. The fucking cord doesn't fit in the thing, you know, so you don't get the thing. Every time we point to Joe, and Joe will just push the Just push cord. that. Just push it in that hole and <laughs> see if we can get our in shabby jingles. Okay, so what is this perverted mailbox? What? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ness wrote to us, and she said, Hello, perverted podcast. I am a new little fan of yours, and I would just like to say a big thank you for all that you do to improve, inform, and expand our BDSM community. Being new to the community, I greatly appreciate the information about local events, venues, people, and types of play you speak about on the show. I hope you had fun at Carnal Carnival. That's so nice. You know, it sounds... Okay, look. When I get these emails, I think uh, no one's saying hate the boogie. God damn it! You you know you got <laughs> it's here. Coming. I am astounded that anybody actually feels that they want to get onto their computer and write us such a lovely email. When really, I just think of you and I just sitting here fucking around, you know, gabbing and and entertaining each other. And in, and then I get an email of somebody saying that what we do really helps them or has altered their viewpoint in some way. And I'm just fucking astounded that these people get anything out of you and I just sitting here talking into the That's mic. because you don't understand and grasp the level oh of Lord. my amazingness <laughs> is really go. what it is because I don't have a problem with this. <laughs> I, I am like, well, of course, thank you. Take thank you very granted. much. No, I'm very grateful for the acknowledgments of my amazingness, but I do. I do, right here. You see that? That's just amazing. That's my titties. Your that's hairy, my man, your man boobs. That's my man. That's my man boobs, and they're amazing. No, mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very grateful when people say nice things. But you know, it is you know a sign that your show's getting bigger when people start fucking hating on you, and they never I, have. Stop looking forward to that, please. I am. I love it. I'm ready for the battle. It's gonna be fucking awesome. 
Get I just of. told you I don't deal well with rejection. I am not looking forward to the first hate I, mail we get where they start going off. I get off tons on. of it. I get tons of it well, on my videos. Well, that's because you put yourself out there with I weird get, videos. I get and tons of it on the videos. You fucking cock-sucking, crackhead, faggot, fuck, blah, 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 blah. All sorts of good ones. They, Sorry about that, Boogie. They think Mew's really cute. Oh, that was Anthony, I guess. Well, oh, that was all Anthony? Yeah. I thought it was Mom. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> I thought you were dead. What? Oh, my God. Okay, so go on. Oh. Uh, no, that's it. There was was a, that we, it? We just, well, I have a bunch, but every time I read more than one, you get all rolling well, I mean, the I mean, eyes. No, no this, I, I actually got a, a private... I think I got a private email from this person that sent if it's the same person, and she seems really... It really into the what her journey is, and and it's and it is exciting that we it's can nice. be there, really even nice. though it's totally predictable because we are fucking amazing. Yes, Anthony. Well, I just wanted to pass along that apparently there it may be a minority opinion, but at least part of the chat room seems to feel I have failed miserably in my job as <laughs> alternate <laughs> anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the bar wasn't to set as low as I thought. No, no, Unger Unger actually has a pretty good following now. Yes. And, uh, and he does but a really please, good job. everyone in perverted podcast land, uh, be nice. <laughs> I have no fucking idea when, what I'm doing. When you go to just engage people and throw out random topics, just all of a sudden oh, go, okay. so has anybody ever had sex with a bowling shoe? And then I'm they will kind it. of take It's kind of true. They will just kind of take it. That's what a chat room is all about, not Unger. It's just about throwing out weird shit. I've never really chatted before in my entire life, to be honest with you. So have you ever squeezed a cat until it farted? I mean, just throw uh, something. Just throw it out there. Throw it out there, not Unger. Right Unger's now. great at that. That's where stuff comes from. All right, so what do we got? We got potato we have mayhem. Potato. Another potato. This is, we is, is we're doing your thing. Mayhem. We split it up uh, potato mayhem so we don't just babble for 30 minutes about nothing in the beginning. Uh, um, so now we'll just babble in the middle. In the middle. <laughs> Shit. All right, so here's something um, that you is. You and the toy reviews. Okay, I've been desperate. I, I love doing sex toy reviews, kink toy reviews. We started off good. Lilo did Lilo, send us a couple, and then they just find, kind of fell away. And, they, and by the way, out of all of their things, that, that Lilo 2 Siri thing that we did, like 280,000 views, the second biggest of all of their reviews for that toast. So Lilo, if Are you're you listening, listening, God damn it, send us some more shit to, to, uh, to look at and play with. But no, yes, we, next we, time, I get to test it out first, because if I leave it to you, you break paddles. That you break aw. shit left and right. I never get to use it. Kathy? Yeah, you, I know. Kathy, you just don't get it. You just don't get it. You just don't get it. No, the Lilo's hanging on the wall right there. If you want to fucking put it in a condom and shove it in your cooch, we'll do it right now. Right now, no, Kathy. No, I'll take it home with me. You want to take it home with yes. you? Yes. All right. Mew? <laughs> wrap get it the, up. Get the, <laughs> wrap it up. Wipe some of that squidge crest ah! off of it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Get it to Kathy no. so she can play with the toy. Disgusting. But no, we are at the point now to where our audience is big enough that if people want us to review toys, because people love toy reviews, I love reviewing, I love talking about good products. We are a show primarily for newer people in, into the, the kink and sex positive culture. And so we want to be able to give good recommendations to toys. And we're fucking perverts. Love playing with new toys. You know, we have to actually go out there and get it. We can't just sit that, back well, and wait for well, someone to no, give no, us no. shit. No, no, no. Well, that is obvious. 
Because <laughs> we've sat here for because, months. Because I have. But no, now we're going to start. I'm presenting like a little thing. Hey, here we are. Here's you got to put stats and you know show what we do and here's what we offer and we'll make a video and stuff like that. So if you, the perverted podcast listener, know of good toy companies that make quality toys, maybe smaller makers, people that make floggers and crops or canes or things like that, and they want us, and if they want to send us a self-addressed box, we'll send it back to them after we wipe the te- crust. Yeah, off. we'll wipe the crust <laughs> off of it. Um, but I really want to start doing regular toy reviews. So please, pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. Send us suggestions of toy makers that you think have some cool shit that you really think we should be promoting. And then we're going to start reaching out, and hopefully we can start finally doing more regular uh, toy reviews, which I'd be excited about. But what I really am curious about is it says bloody dick. Why is right your dick there. bloody? My dick is not bloody, fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Just come to domination. We'll There's, get it bloody for you. <laughs> I am. Sh- yes. I will sit in the kitchen guarding my butthole and my non CBT. <laughs> my non CBT friendly penis. And I will cross my legs, play with my jar of Play Doh, and let the oh. girls go look at all your mayhem. What is Bloody Dick? I'm assuming that has to be with you and some dick you know. A, the dick I know is Creative Explorer. Yeah? And That's a hell of a dick. It's a He's hell a of heck a of a dick. He's a dick. <laughs> He's a dicky dick. A dicker's dick. <laughs> Stop the dicky it! of the dickiest. <laughs> Arr, a fellow dick. Where are you going with this? I don't know. All right. Do I ever? All right, so I have to share something. For some reason, my vagina is very sensitive. Kind of like a vagina? Well, more so than other vaginas. Because I can't think of a guy I've ever fucked who did not come away with just a tiny bit of blood on his dick. Because that's what makes it hot. Well, even when it wasn't hard fucking sex, it's still, I bleed when you fuck me. I, I don't I don't know what's going on with that. I there. think that should be your T-shirt. That should be my that thing. That should just literally. Hi, I'm Pappy. I bleed Pappy. when you fuck me. I bleed when you fuck me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Please drive through. Would you like story. fries with that? <laughs> I bleed when Disgusting. you fuck me. That is fucking amazing. And I'm just sick and tired of of seeing that. I look down and there's blood on on the condom, blood on his dick, and. But for uh, I think I just decided to embrace it this time because he was fucking me really hard over right. the weekend. Like, really you earned the blood. Hard. He kind of did. And I could feel it really just... M- he was mashing up my inner labia. Oh. Just like, bam, 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 right against it. And it was hurting like fuck. But it was that good hurt. It was the hurt that's like, oh, it's like the riding on the yeah, edge. And I'm I was like, f- oh, my God, that feels so fucking good. And I knew I was going to pay for it later. Because I could tell there's going to be some damage there. And sure enough, he, and I, I swear to God, I was walking funny the rest of the day. I was looking at him. Labia Medical Emergency. I just yes. happened to have it. You just happened to have right there. the Labia Medical Emergency signal. And uh, I decided just to let let it happen. And so and you, so you and painted I, little I, like, I just, cat I pictures dreaded, with the blood? I dreaded it. I dreaded he. He pulls out and, you know, I, I, I turn around and I look at it and there's just fucking blood all over his But dick. you know he feels like a rock god, like I, I am Thor. Not everybody feels that My way. My hammer has ripped no, thy vagina. I cannot even hear Creative Explorer ever <laughs> saying that. <laughs> My giant bulbous penis has torn Ew. open this 
feeble Stop females. Stop it. Oh. The genitalia. I'm never going to be able to have sex again. <laughs> Cut it Wipe out. Wipe the blood from my penis, <laughs> wench. Mew, would you just go suck his dick so he'll stop talking? <laughs> Only if there's blood. medical emergency because my cock is massive. It was like all over. He had to get into the shower. Oh, so it smeared all over the it whole... It smeared <laughs> that everywhere. That is awesome. I'm like, oh, God. So he's now... And all he ever says is, I'm just worried about you. I just, I always let you know so that you know to go you're check You're all up. fucking pale and emaciated. All <laughs> your cheeks sucked in. You're all, I'm oh, anemic. Honey, that was good. That, could I have some orange juice? <laughs> and if you could... May, just... <laughs> maybe a piece of liver. <laughs> maybe some spinach. <laughs> Like when you go donate blood at the Red Cross, they give Pretty you much. cookies and You're juices. All fucking dizzy, bouncing into walls and shit. I would feel like a god. No, you would not. Yes, I would. Because you made your woman bleed. Yes. Yes. I just, I feel, always feel mortified. Mew, does it not excite you when after a good fucking there's blood? See, look at that smile. But for me, it happens all the time. It's not. It's just even regular sex. Like I'm just gonna pound you kind of. Do hard. you warm up? Have you ever tried warming up the vagina? Even if I'm well lubed, there's going to be a little bit there. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you're just uh, kind of fissure happy. I don't know. Fissure no happy? Fissure happy. Fissure happy Don't Kathy. give me another fissure nickname. Happy Kathy. Oh, my God. Kathy loves a fissure. Here I am thinking I'm going to write this down so I have something to talk about, and you're just giving me another nickname. Look at those little head I'm petting. That's it. Suck his dick really good. She's not sucking my dick. She's Why not? Just staying here. Do it so he'll shut up. Okay, maybe she's just you know kind of nibbling. Nibbling the balls. Little little nibble. Nibble of the tip. Nibble on the just tip. The tip. Just the tip. <laughs> just the tip. Just nibble the tip. Just don't make it bleed because it's different if it bleeds after a blowjob. Because <laughs> then it's my. What? Blood. It's hot. You said blood on Unless your dick. Unless she has Come like on. gingivitis or something. And yeah. Oh God. <laughs> these images. Stop it. <laughs> Come here, Toothy. Oh, it's disgusting. It's, it's toothless. Let's move on. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't even know what's happening. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. They have no idea. They're just looking. We're all <laughs> bopping along. The like, what are uh, they uh, doing? Uh, and they're like, I somehow feel <laughs> cheated. crazy. I want my money back. All right. This is from Anonymous. We have an anonymous. All right. Oh, yes. This. This moment. It's a good one. No, this is going to be good. Okay. She says, my dom and I would like to join our local kink community, but neither my job nor my family are kink accepting. I would get fired so fast your head would swoon. All the dungeons have some form of membership forms and vetting, which is certainly understandable. One club even asks for name, home address, phone, and more. Mm-hmm. How do I protect my confidentiality while meeting their vetting requirements? Am I doomed to be a woman without a kink home? Yes. Yes. Unfortunately, you <laughs> yeah, are. Thank you very much. And you know, uh, mm-hmm. you and I, we do orientation yes. twice a month. You stand up there and do your little you know, song and dance, and then I have to sit at the table taking everybody's application, entering it into our database. And I can't tell you the amount of people who come up with an application half full because they're like, I don't want to put my address, I don't want to put my phone number, and I have the horrible task of telling them, 
you can't join if you don't fill this out. There's not one line in this application that can be left blank. Yeah, we're a nonprofit organization. We yeah. have to have we have to have records of our members. Yeah, and I could tell, and so, I, they don't like it, but they feel f- like they're between a, a rock and a hard place. They they want to become a member of Threshold. Sure. Uh, this is the only way they can attend certain of our parties, and so they go ahead and do it. And they have to take it on faith when I tell them, you know, we lock away the database. Um, it's not only, here on only site. Very few people have access to that. Exactly. You and the coordinator, I think. Exactly. And so, uh, but it's it's tough. It's tough because you're trusting someone you don't know to have your personal information. I even I have to ask them for their ID so I can look at their driver's license and make, make sure. sure and and yet again, I will encounter people who wrote down a different uh, birth date or didn't sure, give me their sure. actual legal first name, and I'll have to give back their application and say, can you please fix that so that it says what it says on your driver's license? It's tough. It is tough. There's there's nothing about this conversation that is not tough and sad. This is a shitty conversation that we're going to delve into. Um, but it's an important conversation uh, because people have things to lose. Uh, by being kinky and by finally going into the public kink scene. Um, It is very, very sad because everything we do on this show is to try to empower people how to be kinky, how to be themselves, how to not feel shame and guilt and judgment for being kinky. But where that stops is outside of the community where there is lots of shame and guilt, and people do lose their children in custody battles. They do lose their jobs. They do lose their families. And there is a lot for some people to lose by being in the public kink scene, which is shitty because if you don't go into the public kink scene, then you where are you going to learn the thousands of lessons that I never learned on my own without being involved in a kink scene where I can learn and be mentored by people who have been doing this and figured out all the mistakes. So it's kind of like this damned if you do and damned if you don't thing, because if you have something to lose, if you really have something to lose, you have to be willing to say, I can't be a member of this club because I don't want to risk my personal information on the off chance that that is. You, I mean, at Threshold, it's okay because we have seven parties a month and five of them you don't have to be a member to attend. You still have to show your ID at the door, but you can still you can still get into parties. You can still go to classes. You don't have to show ID to go to uh, our classes. Um, but you're not going to be able to be a member. And, it, and it's just, it's sad. In some clubs, maybe they won't let you in at all if you're not a member and show this invitation or information. Right. And, that, and that's really shitty but you have to protect yourself. And I'm not going to make this paranoid. Um, but, and most yeah. of the time it goes great. But there are those stories. There are those stories of people fucking up and giving some information to a friend who's their friend today and not their friend tomorrow. And now all of a sudden that person has information on them and they want to go and, and fuck. With, there, There's always a risk of petty people doing shit and and causing drama in yeah, your life. Yeah, and we've talked often about uh, how we at Threshold, we, we take the safety and security of our members very seriously, and we've paid quite a pretty penny to get lights all up around the building, and we pay a security guard to sit at uh, in our parking lot every party that we have. But that's no guarantee. 
Yeah, that's. No I can lock that, away yeah. the member database, and 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 again, it, this is a it's a hard conversation to have because I really don't want to scare people away from Threshold because it's an amazing place, and I don't want to scare anybody from a local community wherever they live if that community is worthy of their trust. But it's something you have have to keep in mind. Uh, particularly now, because as we know, anybody who's been watching FetLife, uh, there was a, uh, we're not going to name the name of this club because they've had un- some unfortunate publicity already, and uh, but and it's in another state, and they had something really horrible happen to them. They had an undercover fucking douchebag reporter uh, go in and film what was happening. They filmed people going into the club. They filmed what was happening inside the club, and although, and they... They blurred out faces, but they showed the face of the owner of the club. And they used information that they got on FetLife. Exactly. And uh, so, and that has devastated that community. The, the, the club is now closed until they can find out what kind of legal action they should take. And it's, it's not, there are no easy answers here. There are no easy answers. As you've often said, we've come a long way, but we are far from where we need to be. We are still the horrible, disgusting perverts who do those horrible things to each other. And some people, you're just not going to change their mind. And it's titillating and it's fun to watch on TV and to make fun of and laugh at. But what they don't see is the other side of it. You don't see the people, as you say, who feel too scared to go, try it on their own and don't know what they're doing and fuck their life up even worse than it would have been if they would have gone ahead and gone to that. Or they're easily manipulated by people who are going to take advantage of them and, and fuck them up worse because they don't have a community or whatever. And... That is horrible. And most people that come into the lifestyle, they have, it's kind of, they can be like a quarter out. You know, maybe they're close friends. They can tell them, hey, I'm kinky or whatever. And their family doesn't really care. They're old enough that they're not going to have drama in their family and they don't have to worry about their their kids losing them and, and whatever. But maybe their job would frown upon it or whatever. So we have a lot of, most people that come in are a little bit, I mean, we have people like me, you know, that are completely out. I'm a kink evangelist. You see me on the street, you know, I'm a fucking pervert and I'm going to scream about being a pervert because it's awesome. Um, But most people aren't in that position where they have like a high government job and whatever. And if it was ever found out that they were involved in adult sexual activities or whatever, that they would lose their job. But if you are that person, it's okay to say, I can't, I can't risk that because if it goes bad, then it's going to go bad. And that may be a risk where, hey, you know what, I just need to go to community parties and just, you know, if I go to a munch, I'm always going to give uh, a, a different name or whatever. And maybe you go to private house parties that have kink uh, house parties or whatever. There are ways to be in the community. Unfortunately, there are a lot of, there's fortunately now a lot of videos online that talk about kink. There's websites that talk, obviously, FetLife.com. Uh, which we talk about ad nauseum, uh, you know, there's a community online that you can have and ask your questions and be a part of uh, a community where you can get that information on how to be safe. And you may not be able to go into the to the public scene. And that's shitty, but you have to protect yourself, which bounces into another rant Uh-oh. that I have. Uh, Are you going to get all ranty? I'm going to get a little ranty. But not too ranty. It's just I post. I made a post because over the years of doing videos with people and doing, I do really fucked up comedy, 
And so people want to be in my videos because it's like that little thrill. You get to be in a video. I have a lot of videos where uh, women, I've obscured their faces and identifying marks. And they and they want to be like a little porn star or they want to do something and that's fun or sexy or, you know, deranged comedy or whatever. And I tell you try to tell people as much as you can. This is your safety. This is your privacy. You understand that I am out and that this is going all over the world. Perverted podcast, however not that big of a show, we're global. We have people all over the world that are listening to this show. So if you have anything to lose, do not put yourself in one of my songs or videos Send in your featured orgasms. Send us pictures. Send us those things. If you have something to lose, think for a minute before you send that in. Because here's what fucking happens. You send it in. You send, you know, you, you send in your featured orgasm, and then all of a sudden, you know, you tell your friends, "Hey, I'm yeah, that's my orgasm." You need because you tell your friends because they're your friends, right? Yeah, that's really me. Ah, that's my orgasm. I used a different name. And all of a sudden, you know, you guys get in a fucking big fight, and now you guys are mortal enemies, and now they know that's your voice and your giggle in that fucking, in that recording, and and they're going to go, like, show your family or whatever, and then you're going to come to me, and you're going to say, hey, wow, I'm getting drama over this, and you know what I'm going to tell you? You gave me permission. I'm not taking it down. It's incorporated in a show which is now posted all over the world, it is not coming back, and I'm not taking it down. Because you gave permission. That's now part of our history. It's part of a show. You became part of a show at that moment. That is the legality, when you give somebody permission to use your thing. When you go on Howard Stern or any radio show or any talk show or any anything and you put your image, your face, you go on some radio show and you, you, you fart into a microphone, they own that. That's part of their show and it lives on in perpetuity. So before you get excited and send stuff into us, think about that. You can't come back, yeah, my boyfriend, you know, he knows I did that video with you guys five years ago, and he's really jealous, so can you just go dig that out, and just, can you just pull me out of it, maybe, and, you no, know, I can't, that that video is ingrained in, in all of these websites, no, we can't, can't do it. Uh, okay, so, I totally understand what you're saying, um, I, I want to scare people, Kathy. And that's fine. I don't want people. I don't need. We don't need your featured orgasm if it's going to put you at risk. Don't send us pictures. Don't send us things. Don't endanger yourself. You can listen to the show. You can be in the chat room with fucking not Unger and Unger and and talk shit. You can send anonymous letters. But don't put yourself in any danger if you feel that that's going to someday come back to bite you. And you don't always know that because we we can be very naive people and we can think that everything is going to go on exactly the way it's going to. And it's going to go happen the way we want it to. Sure. So I can understand people. When, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll go ahead and say that the reason we're having this conversation is because someone asked us to take a picture sure. down. And we went ahead and took the picture down. A picture is not a big deal. Exactly. Because if it's easy for us to do and it doesn't cost us anything, I don't really really see a fucking problem with it take the goddamn thing down but if it's embedded in a show 
if it's already out there on YouTube, it's impossible for us to take it down. And it's just, it's not even possible. So that it's not, you can't even ask us to do something that's not possible to do. Anybody, if you write in and say, oh my God, you guys are great. I take that shit and I read it every time. I mean, that's standard radio procedure. Whatever you send to the show is we're going to use it on the show. And I want people to think twice. I know that that people think when you're sending in a featured orgasm or you're sending in a, I don't know, a picture of planting the PP flag, you think, well, there's no identifying marks. But like you said, or maybe you, you told people you confided in and maybe those people are still friends. You, they don't have to turn t- into your enemies, but maybe they confided to somebody else and that person doesn't sure. give a shit about you. And so uh, you're absolutely right that we do need to tell our listeners be careful because if you give us your stuff, we will use it, and in all likelihood, it will be almost impossible to take it down again. So you need to be very careful. About and we that. ask ad nauseum. We ask permission. Every FetLife post, every everything we do, we're constant. You know how many fucking letters we send to people? How many times we're like, "What name can we use? Can we use this name?" Everybody that's in this room right now, what name can we use? Okay, can we use Maggie? Hi, Maggie. Can we take can a we picture? Use, no, no pictures. We, we don't picture? take a I mean, picture. So. so it's not like we're not doing due diligence, but it's some point you got to be responsible for yourself and we can't cover your ass and the community can't cover your ass you kind of have to be responsible to think ahead on right. these things i'm ready to throw a paper ninja origami star at uh, not unger why because he keeps flashing that fucking blue light at yeah, us you like, only like need he wants to, to you only need in. to turn it on attention whore i like the flashing <laughs> lights i'm sure you do yes not unger uh yeah, so I actually been as you've been doing your rant, I've been sharing it with the group, and there's been a lot of discussion about it. <laughs> you um, missed him, boogie. So um, I wanted to, if I could, share a story of my own where I accidentally outed myself, kind of many, many years ago, due to technological ignorance. Right. Um, this is pre World Wide Web on the back in the days of bulletin board services <laughs> when you had to pay a monthly fee to dial in and slowly download pictures of your fucked up porn and i was having a little trouble being a little technologically challenged at the time and i thought i was posting to a a help a help message and it turned out i was posting to a public forum for the entire bbs with my name and phone number (laughs) it's one of those things where once it goes up it never comes down and i think the only thing that saved me is technology overcame it (laughs) because <laughs> I don't think it ever went down, so be very careful. <laughs> I learned a valuable lesson there. <sighs> so there's that. So there's that. But did you ask people fucked up questions? Yes, I asked if anybody spent any time in a Turkish prison. I've gotten no answers on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I also Man, did, we need uh, under that, back. That is an airplane reference. They're not going to get they're not going to get that. But they could still answer the question. <laughs> oh, not Unger. I you just ask, don't understand. I did ask mess. about sex with the bowling shoe, and I got some interesting okay. answers about how they clean it every time, and it's ah, not sanitary. Ah, and <laughs> oh, After you fuck it, they spray it with that bowling alley <laughs> spritz. That would be amazing. You're like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. okay, ready so, for the next. Disgusting. Thank you. What size? You ten and a half? Sure. That's your that's your impression of ten and a half? <laughs> oh. oh God. Uh, the two of you. I can't I can't do anything other than He's got a, a toy that he's beating himself on the thigh with. Yeah, keep doing just do it harder, please. Jesus fucking Christ. Can we just get out of here? <laughs>
And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, come on down to Threshold. Find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab t- uh, tonight. To Not Unger. Not Unger today. Yay. To Mew and Joe of Leather Mass fame and Maggie. And a war- Maggie, I think I got something to say to you. You sound like Joe Cocker. <laughs> no, Joe Cocker's dead. Rod Stewart is still partially alive. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. And a warm, squishy hug to Paper Doll for donating to the Perverted Podcast. Yay! If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com iTunes, Podbeam, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, wherever you get your PP on. Leave us a damn comment already so we know you care. Thank you. That was very official. That was all very goddamn official. I am an official person. You are a goddamn voiceover goddess. <sighs> and finally, we'll talk about the computer next week. I'm just, I've, you, that, I can't commit to the buy because it's like fucking 2400 bucks. Oh, my God. But Just all, do it. Hit the buy button. Creepy said to get it, but they wanted to charge tax. And, you know, I'm like, ah, it's 200 bucks. It's the we need, the we need a listener in another state who's willing to drive it over, yeah, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So uh, I'll give you more information. Lots of fun stuff coming up next week. And this song that we are going to take out is actually a duet I sang with Lady Solaris, who has been on the show. We sang a few duets on some of my uh, comedy albums. And uh, this is a little song about prophylactics oh. called Rubber Jazz. We're taking you out. We will see you guys next week. A lizard stuck in your urethra. Might cause your ween to burn and sting. Certain STDs like the clap of gonorrhea might feel like the very same thing. Sex with many nameless partners is awesome in so many ways. But remember there's always a cost, so if you don't play it safe, bet your ass someday you're gonna pay. A rubber on your dingle might reduce the tingle, but it beats having your dick fall off. Or even worse, getting stuck with 18 years of child support payments, cause you got drunk and knocked a Catholic girl up. Solo, go. Sex life can get pretty rocky When you got bumpies all over your cocky Oh boo-boo nasties on your coochie Might limit potential for smoochie smoochie Pills and treatments huh, can cost a buttload Not to mention all the discomfort and pain So remember to plan ahead because we know that men are useless once they have sex on the brain. A rubber on your dingle might reduce the tingle, but it beats having your dick fall off. Or even worse, doing anal with someone who's had a bad stomach day and winding up with poop on your cock. It happens. 
suck, but they're effective at helping your crotch not be defective. The sex may last ten minutes, but herpes will be your buddy every day for as long as you live. And if you're infected, you better be honest. Don't cause the health of another to be harmed. Cause it sucks when a pissed off vengeful chick takes five full cans of spray paint and writes fucked up shit all over your car. A rubber on your tingle might reduce the tingle, but it beats having your dick fall off. So cover up your junk before you fill her up with spunk. I'm so glad we had this nice little talk.